Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Staying Cast episode. Hope it's number six. I got a good feeling. It is indeed number six. Wonderful. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show, Dylan. I have the other co-host here, Mr. Hag. Yes, uh, Stephen, I'm here, and we do have another guest with us today. Oh, it's like Jason Moisture. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining. He, this man has already established that he's going to be joining us for all three Captain America movies. The best so, trilogy. Oh, yeah, by far. My besides the Avengers. Movies. Besides oh, the yeah, Avengers. I mean, yeah, best. Uh, Avengers, are, yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you that one. Yes, so. Get the spots uh, while they're hot. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I just secure my spot while it's hot. If you, if, you, if you want to join, let us know what movie. We're always always willing to have another guest. Someone but, please come for the Dark World. I don't want to talk about that movie. Uh, please. I, I mean, yes, absolutely. Whoever Someone comes stuff. for that just needs to be, uh, like, absurdly cooked. I think oh, I want to be absurdly cooked for oh, that I'm, one. I, I might, I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about doing that one after a night of partying. <laughs> so... You're just going to pass out halfway through the fucking podcast. All of a sudden, I'm, like, I'm just talking to myself for like 20 minutes. I'm like, wait a minute. Hag hasn't chimed in for a while, and I just FaceTime you, and you're dead. I'm just dead. I mean, it might happen, but that is besides the point. Today, we'll, we will be covering, as we said, Captain America, the first Avenger. But before we dive first into thing. that, as usual, a little bit of news. So, the first one is something that uh, we've chatted about in our group chat. We've mentioned multiple times, and that... Uh, I am extremely upset about, and I know that you boys are too, is that all MCU movies from 2022 and onward all got pushed back by one release date spot, including Multiverse of Madness. Gonna be tight. Gonna be unbelievably disgruntled. So, so tight. I mean, Uh, I get it. Uh, So apparently it was a ripple effect from one of the movies just ended up pushing everything back, which leads me to believe that Multiverse of Madness's visual effects wouldn't have been ready on time. So if that's what they... Scrubs for that shit. I mean, this movie's gonna be fucking insane, so if that's what they did, then... But, Mm -hmm. regardless, I'm upset about it. Yeah, I know. I I wish... Obviously, I wish... I feel like the biggest problem with giving, like, release dates is that everyone kind of gets it solidified in their head. I mean, as they should, like... Yeah. You're giving us a date for when it's coming out, so now we're getting hyped like March, 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 and now it's goddamn May. So it's just crazy to think like I'm gonna be graduating fucking college now when this movie's coming out compared to like in the middle of my semester. That's the way I see it, anyways. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it definitely um, puts a hinder on things, but I mean, at least we're still getting it in 2022, and it didn't get pushed back again. Like I would have, I would have canceled Marvel if they put that ship in 2023. I might not even be alive in 2023. That's what I'm saying. So we'll see what's on the back. Is it like, like I mean, it's like Disney. Though. Like, how do they not just like see like, oh, this is gonna take a while, and let's not just hire more people, or like try mm-hmm. to get this. Di- I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not working it, but like. I mean, yeah. I mean, it. it but it, like you said, it's Disney. They're money hungry fucks. Yeah. Whatever they can do to save money. Like they gotta know every, everyone's like waiting for this, you know. Especially when Spider Man drops, everyone's gonna be like, damn. Oh, yeah. be a little bit of a drought. Like not to, like with TV shows, we're gonna have a couple of them. But like in terms of movies, like we're gonna go from Spider Man in December, and now we're not gonna have another one until May. Like that's yeah. that's a pretty big gap. Yeah. I mean, usual gaps would be November to May. Mm-hmm. Only recently, uh, with only recently with Black Panther and um, uh, Captain Marvel, did we start getting um, what's it called February movies. Mm-hmm. It's back to what I said though. I just wish that they just say twenty twenty two. 
And then, yeah, because like, then, like yeah. cause clearly, because like when they make these dates, obviously, like when it comes to movies, there's so many variables in play. Like there's so many things. One thing happens and it cascades to being a whole array of problems. That's just, someone so, can like, get injured. Just play Sick, it exactly. Like... Just play it safe. Say 2022, and then like I feel like you. I feel like it'd be better if they did the other way around, where they said it may and they brought it back to March. Or like I feel like it's better to just overpromise and then underdeliver. No, no, overpromise, underdeliver. No, I'm saying that shit wrong. However it goes, underpromise, overdeliver. Thank you. I, I couldn't think of it for the life of me. It was, it was, it was really giving my brain a slap. But yeah, so they, they, I think they should have done that in the hindsight of it. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is only what like two, three months. Something like two months, not even, not even a full yeah. two. It it went from March 23rd to May 5th, so it's like six weeks. Okay. So, but moving on from there, uh, just because there is a decent little bit of news today. Um, there is a current rumor that the Fantastic Four movie and a currently unannounced Nova movie are going to begin production in 2023. Begin production? Come on. Yes, begin so that's production. that's like 2025. We're getting that's like, like late 2024, early 2025, we're getting those movies. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear about yeah. that shit until it's done, bro. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's so long. But I mean, we're, we're going to probably start getting casting soon as... John Watts' next movie after No Way Home is going to be the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure people are going to be on edge waiting for that casting and inevitably be disappointed when it's not the exact lineup they wanted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As usual. It, so, yeah, I understand having a dream casting, but like, there's people who, like, literally, if it's not, what's his name? Um, John Krasinski. Yeah, if it's not Krasinski and his wife, like, the people are literally going to burn down Disney headquarters. It's like Emily Blunt has literally come out and said, I don't want to do the Marvel movies. I don't want to be in a big contract like that. She's got to pop out for that. Yeah, she's I mean, soft for that, honestly. I, I mean, yeah. You, you got to pop out. It's the MCU. Like, the MCU is basically just, like, a huge, like, gathering of just known actors now. Like, it's literally just like, yo, you want to pop out to the MCU? Come, come get a just movie. Just pop out. Like, it's like, movie it's, too. Come sign my contract real quick. But I know what you mean, because the Fantastic Four is definitely going to be literally the face of Marvel Like after that. like They're definitely going to be yeah. like, I mean, they're, they're super popular in the comics. They're just overall very popular. Like, Their movies so many stories are really to tell. popular. Mm-hmm. Like, even, so if they were, to tell. even if they were pretty mid. But, but they, we were, they were popular nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were popular by far. Fan four stick. <laughs> yeah, nah, but we're going to stop talking about that there and move on to the fact that Eternals premiered on the 18th. Um, post credit scene spoilers are going around, so be careful uh, around the internet. There are two of them. Only one of them has been leaked from what I saw. The other two, uh, I mean, the other one seems to be safe. But Eternal, uh, since it has been premiered and, and people are starting to see it, it's being compared to The Boys and in- Invincible in terms of its world building and that it feels like a different side of the MCU. However, it has been said to be uh, overfilled with the story. Hmm. So, so like not you can never have anything to... sacred. You can never have anything sacred. People have your spoiling shit. Yeah, of course. I will give the PSA. Anyone who's listening to this, stay off Twitter, stay off all mm-hmm. that other crap. If you want some news, stop by the Staincast. We'll give you all you need. Exactly. I'll, I'll. I usually take the the hits and get things spoiled for me, so that way you guys don't have to. A hero. Wait. So, it, it's so what is there definitely gonna be two post credit scenes or like this? Yes. It's been confirmed that there are two. The director confirmed that herself as well. Uh, it's just so the one of them is kind of just it sets up more eternal stuff. The other one is I know nothing about, and the one that sets up eternal stuff is the one that got spoiled. That's sickening. That's actually sickening. 
Yes, I'm, I'm, st I'm staying off the, like, in terms of, like, in the, at least those circles of stuff. Like, I'm still, like, looking around for, like, other stuff. But, like, if I ever see, like, a whole bunch of, like, just Marvel congregated stuff, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. staying Because all it takes is one scumbag with a keyboard being like, yeah, I'm just going to ruin everyone's freaking day for no reason. Yeah. It's only less than two weeks away, though, so. Yeah, very excited. Um, Just something small. Uh, Marvel Studios assembled the making of Black Widow. Their docu-series that they've been releasing for all the Disney Plus series. It, they now have done the first one for the movie. It's now out on Disney Plus. It's a good little behind the scenes for the movie. Uh, nothing too special, but if you enjoy Marvel content, I'd suggest giving it a watch. Um, there's also a rumor of a World War Hulk solo movie to begin production after the events of She-Hulk. And that production is supposed to begin the end of 2022. Damn, I see. That's a little bit sooner. I'm always, it's always a mixed bag for me when it comes to like seeing like behind the scenes stuff because like on one hand it's cool seeing how they break that stuff down, but on the other hand it kind of like like takes me out of like the real like the um the imagination of it when you kind of see like oh yeah Josh Brolin walking around like in his costume like where like none of the post processing is done like it's yeah. cool but like I never like watching like the entire thing like especially like how some scenes are made some scenes are made because I feel like it just takes me out of it sometimes. Yeah. I, no, I get what you mean. I mean, I enjoy just the little things sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just seeing... Because, like... It, it's more stunts. It would be magic, yeah. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I like seeing stunts. Stunts is different, but, like, when it's just literally just, like, a whole bunch of, like, just CGI, like, everyone walking around like, in the green suits and yeah. stuff. Like, that, yeah, that's, that's pretty hideous. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's got to be so awful. Like, that's, like, the one thing I feel like never gets talked about about movies. Like, these people, like, are just, like, in... Literally just in hell, just like not knowing what the hell they're yeah. recording until yeah. it actually gets. They just know lines, and they're wearing like fucking the suits just, that. Yeah, the, the sh like like look at the, the behind suits. the scenes of the uh, <laughs> the behind the scenes of the um, airport fight scene from Civil War. Like they're literally sitting in like a green screen box with like half the cast not even there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's crazy yeah. how, like, it shows a good actor, though, when they can, like, transcend that and still make it, like, good. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, but just two more things to finish up the uh, news for this week. Uh, Miss Marvel is rumored to now premiere in June of 2022 instead of January, pushing up She-Hulk and uh, Moon Knight. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think that it'll stay the same. I don't think that it'll change. And mm -hmm. then... Um, it looks like, uh, we are, we did get our first look at Miss Marvel and they changed the, her powers from in the comics, from being in beginning into now constructs, which is interesting. Uh, they're kind of, from what the picture shows, a green lantern. In beginning. But... <laughs> yeah. What, what's the definition of that word? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to need an official I mean, it, uh, website. Right, hold on. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, let me, let me look it up real quick and beginning. And big and, and I feel like you can't say that word unless you're literally like it's a sexually charged statement. <laughs> Use in beginning. That's what I'm saying. Oh, there it is. Uh, Sounds like a. Spell. It means it means enlarge. <laughs> literally just enlarge. <laughs> My penis was in beginning. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> gotta gotta yeah. cop the V pill. <laughs> they should literally put that right on the Viagra bottle. Just in beginning. In beginning. <laughs> <laughs> But in, in terms, I don't mean to cut you. In terms of like the, the shows you're talking about, uh, I feel like I'm the only one I'm like semi like I, I wouldn't say I'm not excited for any of them, but like I feel like Moon Knight's definitely the one where I I have the most like curiosity for because after what they've been doing to Hulk, like 
I think Wolverhoek and all that stuff, like I think it's a lot of cool stories and I think it's like interesting, but I don't know. Mark Ruffalo just doesn't hit for me at, at current time. That could obviously be subject to change, but right now he's kind of a little bit of a joke. Yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like they're giving – I mean, yeah, he's a Ruffalo. It seems like they're giving the Hulk a little bit of a resurgence, especially if we're supposed to be getting a World War Hulk movie. Like, that is the most raw, savage Hulk that we ever get. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that's the case, I'm kind of very excited to see where he's going to go because the Hulk has always been – even when I was a kid before the MCU started, the Hulk is just a character you just love to play as or just to like mess around with. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can see so, Red Hulk then. That hideous yes, motherfucker. Ho- hopefully, William Hurt. <laughs> that'd, that'd be OD. But uh, damn, what was I going to say? What's the deal with um, Hulk? Does Marvel own 100% of Hulk? Or um, are they still so Mar- arguing Mar- with? Uh, last it was, which is um, that I checked, was that. They own the Hulk to use him in anything except solo movies. That it's something with Universal owning owning the distrib- uh, distribution rights or something like that. I'm not 100 percent as I haven't looked into it in a little while because I haven't need to because mm. there's been no Hulk movie coming out. But unless something changed because there's no Hulk solo movie that's been made for over 10 years and maybe the rights reverted back to the to Marvel. I'm reading an um, I article. Have... I don't know. I don't know how true it is. It says like on the Disney inside, but it says film rights to Hulk and Namor repeatedly, reportedly revert back to Marvel Studios. But uh, this is also oh, a quick read, so okay. th- th- this might be fake news. This may yeah, or may not be fake news. We'll look. I'll look into that one later to see a hundred percent. We'll come back to that uh, next Staincast. But mm-hmm. um, I believe that if they haven't been reverted back, that they're in the process of it, which is mm-hmm. also. Would also make sense because Namor is the rumored villain of Black Panther two. So, mm-hmm. it, it, like, it, there's nothing ever good about like having to fight over rights like that when you just can't give them their own movie. Like, you have to kind of have to keep them like in the background just because like you can't. I don't know. Like, it's suit talk. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's like some like just... stupid suit sold the rights like a minute ago, and the MCU is trying to backpedal on that stupid suit's idea. Exactly. Well, Marvel was literally about to go bankrupt that's why they had to sell x-men fantastic four hulk and uh spider-man, Spider-Man. which they got screwed out of i mean they got all of them back at this point except for spider-man but they have a, a pretty good deal with sony so i'm not 100 percent mad just because sony knows that the only way to revive those series is basically teaming up with marvel now because it's like whatever it's like the sony universe slash marvel universe whatever the hell they're calling it now that yeah acronym. So, uh, speaking speaking of sony marvel movies um, Sony announced two dates for untitled movies uh, in 2023, being June 23rd and October 6th. I can almost guarantee you that those are Spider-Man 4 and Venom 3, respectively. Disgusting. You think, wait, so you think they're going to make it? Uh... I think they're going to make them in the same year, and it's going to be a two-part movie. Uh... Half focus, like the first one's going to be Spider-Man's movie focused on him. And Venom is like the villain of the side character, and then the sequel is going to be them swapped. I haven't That's seen my... Venom two yet. Is it worth it? Um, I can tell you everything in the post credit scene that you need to know, but it's an hour and a half of a rushed mess. That's not that much better yeah. than the second movie. That's I mean, not expected. that much better than the first movie. And the only thing you needed to see is the post credit scene, which I could send you a clip of on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen. I think I've seen the main screenshot. I need to see where it's just Tom Holland pulled up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's it's not worth seeing in my opinion. But we'll get into that whenever the Venom Let There Be Carnage Dane cast comes. Oh God, please! No. <laughs> I'm, I will not be appearing for that one when it goes. I'm going rogue. I'm off the grid for that episode. 
<laughs> so we'll be we'll be down a host. <laughs> you have to scrape together anyone you can find for that one. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta get the C. No. You gotta get the C team. I think I think the the one only one that'll be worse than that is when we cover Venom one. I mean, I think both of them are gonna be equally hideous. Honestly, like I haven't even watched the second uh, Venom, but like I've seen, I've, I've like pieced it together from like the scenes I've seen from like online and stuff, and I don't know. It's not kind of gross. Kind of gross, yeah. But that that is it for the news for this week. Uh, nothing too too interesting. Hopefully, we get some Spider-Man news with the Empire uh, magazine and or trailer. There was a rumor for a while the trailer dropping tomorrow, but mm-hmm. who, kn- yeah. who knows. That suit does look tough, though, in that uh, Empire. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to see this movie. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm staying away from news on that as much as possible, unless it's like just tw- something tweeted out by Marvel Studios or, or Sony, just because yeah. I, I don't want to get spoiled anymore. Yeah. Or it might just be misinformation. It's like someone thinking they heard something and then it was completely wrong or whatever it is. So there's no reason to even peddle that kind of stuff. Exactly. But that's it for that. I think it's time to move on to the main portion of tonight's episode captain america the first avenger <clears throat> finally something good to eat nice cold. <laughs> this is some good shit only only two more mid movies left and then we're 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 out of it mm-hmm. yeah but i i in terms of the movies you've seen so far this one it actually isn't the highest i think i have iron man one a little bit above it but like it's it's damn close so in Iron Man, these are literally a point, like, point one apart mm-hmm. yeah. uh, from me. What do you have higher? I won't, I won't spoil that until the end, once we're done talking about the movie. Okay, keeping them on, Damn, keep them you're keeping me going right now. I'm going to keep you boys on your toes, but Damn. they are very close. But, I, like I've said before, I am a Captain America guy, so. Mm-hmm. Basically, fucking okay. confirming, confirmed. Haggis Captain America higher confirmed. Double confirmed. <laughs> hey, just wait and find out. But <laughs> the lists. The, <laughs> never that. Anyways, moving on. So we'll start off with, I guess, uh, our guest, Mr. Jason Moisture. All what right. is your your favorite and least favorite characters? Oh, I mean. <laughs> all right, all right. So obviously, I mean, Cap. You know, you just mm-hmm. the goat. I mean, it's just like his movie, you know. And then obviously my least favorite character, the first movie he's in the MCU. We all know him. We all hate him. Zola. Being <laughs> handsome. To this day, get like, me tight. But it's like, so... Anti-embiggening. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be that bad, like... First watching this movie alone, I'm not that upset about him. No, However, when, 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 you, when you add on What If, I just hate his character. Yeah. Now he just be getting me tight. Just looking at him. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to reflect on it, I really can't even think of, like, a character that, like, really stands out. Where, oh, I hate them when they're on the screen. Like, there really isn't that many characters in this movie where it's like, oh. No, it's no, pretty good. Yeah, I, they, like, even even, uh, <clears throat> even in the early, Marvel, yeah, early Marvel movies, one of their uh, – shortcomings were obviously female-led roles but peggy carter is one of the uh, best if not the favorite she a bad one she is she a bad we'll get into that in a minute but like they just really really well with Haley atwell and and like the entire rest of the cast in this movie 
Mm-hmm. Not for sure. Like, even like the side character, like Tommy Lee Jones, is, I think he's pretty damn good in his role. Um, um, what's it called? It? Um, I know the character's name is Duggan. It's the uh, Neil McDonough. Even he's a, a, a like interesting character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Hugo Even. <laughs> Hugo, oh, yeah. uh, nah, I, I don't. I got. I kind of like Mark, uh, Ross Marquand better, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I feel like he's, like, as Red Skull, I, he's not bad, but I feel like he delivers, like, the minimum. Like, he delivers exactly what you need in order for the character to continue going on. But, like, he definitely doesn't bring, like, that same kind of energy where, like, he's, like, when he's on screen, he's, like, capturing everything. Like, he's not bad by any means, I wouldn't say. Yeah, but there's, there's definitely a lot better MCU characters and villains, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I guess, DL, if you would like to, your favorite and least favorite characters. Sure. So I would say, uh, the only reason I'm not going to say Cap is because what I normally do is I don't like having the, this is like the person who the movie's about being my favorite. But obviously he's amazing in this movie. Chris Evans is fantastic. As he always is. He's the goat. Yeah, he's the goat. Yeah, for sure. But I would say my, it's right now it's a tie between, I feel like it might just be Howard Stark just because he's in the movie a little bit more. I think okay. he's. I, I think he's pretty. I, I, he's, whenever, whenever he's on the screen, I always just find, have a good time. I think it's very uh, enjoyable, and also, um, never heard this guy before. Uh, Erkstein also. I think I, I think his actor was really good. Like, he was okay. like he was obviously he was in it just to like mentor Cap and all that. But I think like every single time he's on screen, like everything he had to say was just so great. And I have yeah. actually have a couple. I, was, I, have, I, have, a quote from I have a couple quotes from him. I know for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, that, he, uh... he definitely has a lot to offer to that, but. Trying to find my least favorite character besides obviously Zola is like the easy number one just because of what if gets me dummy tight. But I, I guess I would just put now nah, I'll just keep it with Zola because like there really isn't anyone else where I'm just like, oh yeah, like oh this person needs to get off the screen right now or it's, they're gonna ruin it. But no. I would just say Zola just because you know Zola, I think it speaks for itself. I don't know I what think, you're so so for favorite, um, I'm gonna again cap is we know that besides the point. I'm going to say Bucky, like, before he turned into the Winter Soldier, he still is a good character. You can still see the relationship mm-hmm. that him and him and Steve have, and especially when it's starting now, compared to what we see it as in the future. Mm-hmm. But least favorite character, I think I am going to go with the Red Skull. He's not my least favorite villain. That's left for the Flag Smashers and or Malekith. <laughs> but it's like, he's just not as interesting. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Hugo Weaving's performance is just not what it could like, be it's nothing exceptional like, like it's consistent but like it's not exceptional like he's not like blowing me out of the water like some of his outlines like how he's delivering them like they're cool and like okay. when, he, when he pulls up to um that really the town that they always use in Mar- in, the, in the mcu in norway yeah, yeah when like whenever they go like when, when, he, when he goes there and he's like talking to i forgot the actor's name he's in the strain i don't know i fucking whatever his name is and that shit. But um, I think that was a pretty good conversation between the two of them. Like, that was cool. And he's talking like the treasure, uh, the jewel of Odin's treasure room. I think that was cool. I don't know how the hell he found this Tesseract so quick, but. Yeah, that was a little out of pocket, but. Yeah. And, and also him just lifting the casket up dummy quick. He's yoked. Yeah. The Red Skull's fucking, the Red Skull's hooded too. He's hooded I, half the damn movie before he takes his hood off. I was like, he's he hooded it a lot. I, 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 t- I just took, the, uh, as usual, I have the movie playing in the background. So he literally just took off his, his hood. Currently, <laughs> speaking of the hood, I'm gonna talk about this now so we can get it out of the way. Yes, fucking pre serum Steve, uh, Steve Rogers looks like my goddamn brother. That's true. I remember the first time I watched it, like, like it's like literally my second bullet point on there. Like, that shit was it's mesmerizing when I saw my like, holy crap. 
it, and all it, of it, Jacob, but come on now. The resemblance is uncanny. No, yeah. Like, it's, Jacob, if you're listening to this, like, we ain't dissing you at all. Like, it's, it's not a bad thing, but it's completely, like, uncanny. It's you right now. It, it is you it, right it's, now. Some things are just you right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you can't control them. Like Heracross. <laughs> Heracross. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, Deal, if you would like to go into one of our oh. uh, favorite categories. Oh, yes. So I'm going to add a little. The thirsty moment of the movie. And it's no surprise to anyone, especially those who are in a group chat, that one picture that's been uh, circulating around, has been making the rounds. <laughs> Peggy Carter. I don't have a specific part because the entire movie is just. She's just tough. Mm-hmm. OD. Just something calm. That's what I'm saying. Because like, I, I think we talked about it in the last movie when we were talking about Thor, like with Sif, how like. Like, obviously, like, arguably Natalie Portman might be better looking, but I think just, like, her, along with her great acting and, obviously, her amazing appearance, like, obviously, there ain't no doubt about it that she's a bad woman. No one's yeah. out here saying she ain't a bad woman. Yeah, but absolutely. she's an actual good actress. Like, it's actually, like, pleasurable when she's on screen. I'm not a huge fan of what happened with the What If episode one, but, like, that's not her fault by any means. Yeah. Like, that, that was just pacing errors. That's just, like, that's not something that she controls directly, so I got no beef with that. Agre- I mean, she was definitely. even a great she she was even a great character in that episode, I, and I'm excited to see if they actually do bring her into mm-hmm. the the, uh, the MCU besides What If. She don't got to be Jack though. I, I mean, maybe a little, like not by much though. Oh, you know, like, obviously, like obviously, she like I don't have a problem with her being a little like, bit beefier, but like she don't got to be as yoked like that, looking like a goddamn linebacker. No, like she if, if she does, like if she does like just the training and just becomes like like Natalie Portman is for. Uh, um, Thor 4, I think that would be good. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what specific scene, but I mean, the, the, that dress suit or whatever she's wearing, that shit tough. That shit tough. Oh, tough. I, I will say, I don't know, this ain't really a specific scene for Thirsty Moment, but this is just a scene that I enjoy with her in it, is when she just picks up the gun and shoots it at the vibranium shield, not knowing if it's going to work. Yeah. Just because no, she's tight, just because she's tight at Steve. Oh, yeah. That's a good scene. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah you're fast. you're right. Like all like the Howard Stark scenes are tough. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the part when that shit blows up on. It's like write that down, <laughs> write that down. So wait, so question for you boys before we move on. Um, which uh, Howard Stark do you prefer, Dominic Cooper's this one that we got in this movie, or I'm completely blanking on the other actor's name, but the one that we get uh, in the Iron Man movies and in Endgame. So I guess I'll go first. It's it's tough because I think they deliver different aspects to the of the character. Like, Correct. I think Dominic Cooper's like his young, like his like his crazy side, like him more Tony Stark esque Stark, like mm-hmm. like more of like like how the Starks like how they are when they're younger, like how they're just super like rich and arrogant and all that. So I think that's cool. But I think just because we don't see Tony Stark acting like in the way of the other actor, like the more like um like serious, more like uh, down to earth kind of guy. I think I like the other one a little bit better, just because like we kind of have like two Tony Starks, or I guess Howard Stark came before him, so I guess Howard Stark would be that. But I like the other one a little bit better. I think he delivers it a little bit better. But they're both very good. Like not not a slight to Dominic Cooper because this Howard Stark is really good. Okay, Moist. What about you? Uh, I would have to say, see, I like both of them, but I, I like this one because it's more of like a like you know he's like more part of the movie. Yeah. Than, uh, the other one, but I do I do like the scene where um. Young Tony Stark's in the Mr. Softy shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> from, yeah. from Barf. Yeah, from Barf from Civil War. Yeah, yeah, I fuck with that scene. Yeah, no, the, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. I'm studying abroad. Oh yeah, what's her name? So I mean, like, I fuck with both of them either, but this one, I don't know. I always just think of this one more 
as the classic because like when when you think of Howard Stark, you think of t- like the scenes in this movie. I feel like yeah. more than you know scenes from the other movies. That's true. Yeah, I that's that's true. I, I'm I'm on the same, kind of the same track as uh as DL. I do enjoy Dominic Cooper and like I do think of him as a lot, but I do also enjoy especially the scenes that we got in like Endgame with with Tony going back to the 70s and stuff. Like I do prefer I think just the uh, older version. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, they offer two different roles. Like the more serious role definitely goes to the um like the older version of him. But but I do agree with you, Moist. Like since he's like more of a he's like more of like a character in this, he definitely gets bonus points for that. Like it's just cool when he's actually like a, more like um influential. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also yeah, like, I'm he has a lot more to. I can't. I'm, speak. I'm also gonna throw a couple more bonus points on there because he was probably one of the best characters in uh, that that episode of What If too. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him I'll give him some bonus points for that too. He was just funny in that in that uh that episode. Was it um was it Dominic Cooper? Indeed. Was it, oh, Indeed was yeah. Pretty much That's the entire Marvel cast. Does, right? Yeah, they pretty much the entire cast for What If came back for that episode. Yeah. Except That's for That's right. It's getting the people to come back. Yeah. It's like because I remember we talked about the What If episode. Like it always is just so weird when you have like people you've grown to know. Like their voice actors, or they're just actors and actresses being the, yeah. their characters, and then all of a sudden it's just a different person, especially when it's really apparent. Like Tom Holland, oh. Spider Man, or, or Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. That one was that Ultron. One was Ultron. Yeah. Steve Rogers. Tony Stark getting killed in every goddamn episode. That disgrace. And we're, we're not, <laughs> we, we, we talked about what if. We talked about that plenty already. It still stings. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, stings. it does. No, it does. It absolutely does. But. We're gonna move on to the next topic for the movie. Uh, whoever wants to start with uh, with their favorite scene. Oh uh, yeah, I got it. So I'm trying to think of which one I have in particular because there's a lot of really good looking scenes that I enjoy. Besides, like that part where, like in the and when that uh, base is like collapsing, I think that looks a little shaky a little because it's just so big. It's kind of yeah. got like the Star Wars vibe to it, where it's just so much going on where you kind of just get like lost in the background because there's just too big. But. It's pretty damn cool when when he comes back when he when he rescues all those guys from that. That's camp. what I was like, thinking when, too. When he's pulling up, like that's hard. When he's like at the front of the line, yeah, that's so hard. That's one of the hardest scenes. I think that's let's give it up for Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool as hell. Also, um, Erkstein's uh, or Erkstein, or however you say it, his uh, speech to Captain America right before he gets the serum. I think that's a really good part in that movie too. That's one of yeah. my quotes that I have. I think me and Nag have the same quote for it. I probably. Oh, I also like uh, when. When he uh he when he first gets the serum and then he chases the guy like the, mm-hmm. who, uh, who's taking the serum that's a tough like like the first like action scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's like finally getting to know like his powers. Like he's kind of like falling. He's like falling over a little bit because he's not used to just being so yoked. Yeah. One one of the scenes that I have written down is as just kind of like uh something interesting is the scene where before he turns into uh you know jacked motherfucker, he's doing the the sprints and he has to get the flag. And he pulls the pin to put the to knock the flag pro over. It just shows that not only is he like courageous, but he's also smart. He also is good at the tactical side of things, knowing more than mm-hmm. just one way to solve a problem. Yeah, uh, that's what I like so much about Captain America because he brings so much to just the Avengers in general. Him being like just like that masterful tactician, where like he's like he thinks outside the box. So I, I think obviously like that's that. That's also a really cool scene. The serum enhances what is already there. Mm-hmm. I think there's one more scene I, I had. I forgot what it was. 
I was, this is not really a, 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 again, not a favorite scene, but just something uh, I've noticed is the framing in the opening of the Incredible Hulk in this, when Steve is getting his serum, and then again in What If, uh, episode one, where Peggy's getting the serum, the framing is always exactly the same, and like the eyes um, <laughs> opening wide. It just shows how this in the MCU, like they planted the seeds for back in Incredible Hulk. Um, like the super soldier serum is tied also to how the Hulk got his powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the reason why it's also why this movie is so good is like, I think Iron Man 1 could have been even better if it came out a little bit later. Cause like, this is when you could tell they're finally like getting like that concrete like setup for what's happening next. Like, this movie, like, there's so many seeds being planted, like you said, in this movie where they all get like called back at some point over the next couple movies or a lot. Of movies, yeah. Like, 20 movies. Yeah. Was this the first one that Infinity Stone was in? Or is that Thor? Um, that would have been Thor. Wait, no. Was the Tesseract in Thor? Yeah. It was yeah. an incredible scene. Yeah, 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 you're right. So, yeah, it was just Thor technically was the first one. With the but like, yeah, but like, that definitely in terms of being used, oh, yeah, 100%. It's the first one where... Yeah, this is the first one where it's actually, like, apparent of what the Infinity Stones are. Or, like, not the... the but, like, the start of what the mm-hmm. Infinity Stones are. Mm-hmm. And then we, we guess, like, in the next movie, they just keep coming from there. Yeah. So this is like I feel like the first like Iron Man one was like really good and like you know gets you in it, but this was the first one that really like got you into the MCU or at least me. It got me like into it more, you know. Like oh, yeah. I, this is a tough ass movie, you know. Uh, yeah, and and even with honestly one of the best or one of the better ending scenes, which actually isn't even the post credit scene, so I, I'll talk about this now, um, is when Cap does come to in two thousand and eleven. And or what? Um, and they try to trick him, and he's like, "This isn't that because I was at this game. Where the fuck are? Well, like, where the fuck am I?" And he breaks out, and then Nick Fury's like, "You've been asleep for over seventy years. Like, that's a great scene, and mm-hmm. that helped to just like tie things more because the next movie to come out is the Avengers. So you kind of yeah. just you know where it's going from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just like the framing of the whole scene, like how like you can just like. He doesn't even have to say anything, but you can see how overwhelmed he is. Obviously, pulling up the Times Square and seeing it how it looks now, yeah. compared to like, got like how like less infrastructure there was, like obviously in his time in the forties. Yeah, and you could you could see, and I because I believe that he does run through or see Times or we do see Times Square in the flashback scenes. So it's like you see the the, the difference between what he saw and then you know seventy years later what he woke up to. Mm-hmm. I'm also just a big fan of World War II movies. Like that, that, that yeah. was just like a yeah. that was an addition to it. Like no matter like, it was a little super. It was a little oversaturated. Like in the late 2000s, like the like early 2010s. Like I feel like there was so many movies being made about World War II. But like this movie is just like it's just timeless when it comes to stuff like that. Like I think it's portrayed really well. Just the overall like props and all that stuff. It looks really good. Yeah, movie no, holds up well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you said, there's not many um, bad. CGI moments, unlike, unlike the uh, that one scene with the building collapsing. Yeah, but the rest of it, it's like it, done there's really not well. much CGI in this movie. I feel no, like. it, it, no, it, it's also true. It's it's completely practical except for probably the shield bouncing around a lot. Yeah, and some of the backgrounds, but it, this movie definitely did a great job. And oh, not to mention, I'm a big fan of this Captain America suit as well. Yeah, the world, the World War One, uh, the World War Two suit is. Definitely, Classic. definitely up there as one of his best suits. 
Exactly. And it's just cool. I guess like the evolution of it, like how he kind of had like that weird, like pull on fabric one from like his shows. Then he like took one of the girl's helmets, mm -hmm. one of the, um, his dancers or whatever. That actually brings me back to another moment I have in the movie that I thought was really funny. It's when like, he's actually going to the front lines and like performing for them. And they're like all throwing shit at him. They're getting tight and like bring back the women. And then yeah. pull back up, and it's an absolute like goddamn mosh pit. Like it turns into like freaking <laughs> chaos. They're like, yeah, bring them back. <laughs> that shit was so funny. That's like that's just dummy vibe. That shit was so funny though. No, uh, but yeah, uh, this this movie's great in general. This is a very well done movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that definitely is helped by the fact that they don't have to like obviously like walk around like, in the green suits with the green screens, like with all that production. Yeah. Like it's it's all so natural. Like, everything that's yeah. going on is what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's not much you have to pretty much imagine. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, also Chris helps Evans with... just speaks for yeah, himself, he's... too. Mm -hmm. Chris has an uncanny handsomeness. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost annoying how good-looking that man is. I think it's on Smoke's Getting Him Tight list. <laughs> no, I, I think specifically, it's, I think it's an endgame. Like, when he's just staring, when he's saying, when like, he's oh, like, yeah. When he's like, I don't know what I'm, this is going to work, so I don't know what it, the, do, what it do if it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's looking ridiculously handsome in that joint. He's looking like but, Richard Madden. Don't get me started. That, on that, 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 was I, like, I, that level of handsomeness. I got too many fucking pictures of that man from the from the red carpet event. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I'll trans over transition over to the some of my favorite quotes of the movie. Yes. So, um, where it was so I'll just start with one that we probably both have. Uh, where it's uh, Erkstein talking like a strong man who has known power all his life may lose respect for that power, but a weak man knows the value of strength. I, I think that's a I think it's a wonderful quote, and I think it just like adds to, like the just just, just like the motif that, like like the caricature of what Cap is like how he literally like was bullied he's like put down his entire life and then he's finally given this power but like he chooses to use it for good, obviously. Yeah. And like how yeah. uncorruptible he is, and like no matter how bad how many bad things happen to him, like he's always like stays true to himself. Yeah, and I, I even uh, in that same um, the same speech, I have a couple more like the serum amplifies everything already inside. Or you're not a perfect soldier, but a good man. Like, mm -hmm. like those like just little things. Like that was a great speech. Like similar how um, Tony had his speech from from a uh, an outside mentor. Like that was that was that moment right there for Cap. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a parallel. There's definitely a parallel between the two of those. Like I'm forgetting his name, the guy in the cave with him. For Tony Stark, uh, but like it, it was definitely like a Jensen. Jensen, yeah, it was definitely like a really good parallel between like, 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 especially like when he's dying. Like, I feel like it's almost like a very similarly shot scene where like where um Eric Stein is like dying like after getting fucking lit up. Yeah, like, he's just telling him and he's just like hit, tapping his heart. I think that I think that's also a really good scene. Like, there's not many scenes where Eric Stein's in it where it's not like super like it's just well really done. well done. Yeah, it's just it's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I have another one from Howard Stark where it's like when you think when you think you figured out a woman, that's when that that's the moment your goose is truly cooked. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a good one. He's spitting. He's spitting in the forties. I, I mean, bro. he he is spitting in the forties. Is it moist? Do you have any uh, quotes that stood out to you too much? I don't have any quote. I don't honestly. I don't have any quotes on deck because I didn't get to finish my reroutes this week. But I mean, uh, I'm also gonna just throw in the the. Kind of one you have to throw in me. I can do this all day. Mm -hmm. That yeah, gets I, called back to. I'm trying to like when he's messing around with the test rack. I should just blows him up. Yeah, he's write that down. Yeah. And then the well, last the last one that I have that gets called back in Endgame is the don't do anything stupid in that until I get back. Uh, mm -hmm. How could I? You're taking all the stupid with you that him and Bucky do. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's so many great callbacks. And it's also uh, I think from Red Skull when he says great powers are always confused primitive the primitive man or something like that. That was a good quote too. But I never realized like even that movie itself when um, Red Skull was talking to I think he was talking to Zola or something like that, and he's like, oh yeah, like Hitler exiled him or something like that. So almost like foreshadowing him getting exiled again mm -hmm. by the Tesseract. I think that was kind of cool too. Yeah, it's just but, those little things that you don't even notice until you like we finish the Infinity Saga. Mm -hmm. This movie definitely has the most quotes from any of the movies I've uh, we've watched so far in the space, at least for me, anyways. Like in terms oh, of just, yeah. like, just, just just great, just great individual acting. Like they're all until, just so good. On until the next one. Yeah, yeah, the Avengers got oh, there's so many. Like I'm looking, look, I'm looking at my reviewer right now. It's looking juicy. I was gonna say I, I I still have to take notes. We're we're at the point where I have to actually start taking notes again. So definitely mm -hmm. gonna have a, a lot to write down for this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. But before we move on to the uh, talking about the well, quote unquote post credit scene for the movie, uh, any of you boys have any other small things you would like to say? Uh, hold up, hold up. Peggy Carter, who we know that though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she actually ain't a who. That's the thing. No, she's not. Yeah, she's, she's a respectable. She's, yeah, she's, she's a respectable. She's, 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 she's a respectable. Like a she's mm -hmm. a respectable. She's an attractive. She's uh. Just Doesn't mean the gang like ain't that. up, though. She got the gang oh. dummy on edge. Oh. Like, now I know why he had to, you know, travel back in travel time. Travel back in time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you needed that dance offer. You needed that dance offer. <laughs> I, I will say, the music is also on point. Captain America's theme is, it will forever oh. be goaded. Mm -hmm. like that, especially that, especially yeah. Bucky, Bucky's theme, how in the future they use a distorted version of him screaming. Like, uh, in future movies, like that, and screaming from this fall, uh, like that, mm -hmm. that's like a great attention to detail. And B, it's just the Winter Soldier's theme is tough. Yeah, there's so many, there's so much attention to detail. Like, this is cool. Also, like when he picks up the garbage can lid, like it's a shield. Like, I just think mm -hmm. there's just so much. Like, there's so much stuff going on beyond the surface in this movie. And like, obviously, you, you can miss it pretty quickly, but it's damn good. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm huge. Fan. The only also thing I have is uh, Captain America's fresh off the tee. He's fresh off the testosterone, bro. He's, he's fresh off the cycle. He's six months on T right now. <laughs> that man, that man gets fucking juiced. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Bucky, Bucky, low key gets violated. Like, I like, I feel like even not even knowing the future of the series and the MCU, like, I feel like you know Bucky's coming back. Like, that is just such like a, like it's it's as close to an off screen death as you could possibly give someone, especially someone that close to him and that influential to him. Like, he was kind of just like one minute he's just chilling, and all of a sudden he's just slumped. And, like he's and flying, he's flying down to that fucking the ravine or wherever he fell. And this movie came out also decently close to when the Winter Soldier was actually introduced in the comics, because mm -hmm. so that kind of also fueled the everybody's like, oh, he's definitely going to come back at some point in the future. Not to mention Sebastian Stan had a fucking eight movie contract or whatever he had. <laughs> yeah, so he definitely wasn't going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, but I will say. I don't mind him in this movie. Like, I'm by no means going to slander his character, but he definitely got better over time compared to, like, for someone where Cap, where I feel like he never, like, he definitely got better, obviously, but, like, he was never, like, at a like a, at a level to need to improve. Like, he still improved anyways, if that makes yeah. sense. No, but, like, yeah. Bucky, I... the, like, Bucky, just, like, he, over time, like, he's just better in every project I see him in, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, this is definitely his weakest project. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 100%. 
I just like he, he just has like he doesn't have that much to bring to the role right now just because like you just don't see enough about him. So obviously like you just can't feel for him, can't like empathize with him when like you just don't know very much about him. But then when you start getting a like a deep dive into like what always been what he's been doing for the last like X amount of years before like what when he was the winter soldier, like it's just crazy. And there's so much more like relatability or just like more empathy to be shown to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean Bucky's like he started off as one of my least favorite and then slowly started growing once we got towards Infinity War, Endgame, and now, especially after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he's great in that. Yeah, he's one, he's one of the best characters we currently have in the MCU. And that mm-hmm. and we have a lot of great ones. Yeah, that's also what's so tragic about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because, like, I think, like, in terms of, like, the like the act, like, the big actors, like, um, Falcon, Bucky, and John, John Walker, like, I feel like they were all so good in that show. Like, yeah, I, they I, were oh, really yeah. good. Like, like, they all brought their A-game to every scene they are in, and it still just fell so flat. Like, it's by no means any of their faults, but, like, just overall, like, just the direction. Of it's the a supporting cast. Yeah, honestly. it was literally just the, the Flag Smashers. Not even, like, Zemo and the, the Wakandans were great, too. Anything yeah. dealing with, the, like, the Flag Smashers and the Power Broker, just, in my opinion, just fell completely flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Zemo's tough, too, though. That's true. With the exception of us only getting that little, that little freaking just a tip of just getting his helmet, uh, having to put his mask. Yeah, on the, the like one episode. Scene. Yeah, we, we, he should have put that joint on when he pulled up on what's her name, Carly. That would have been tough. Oh yeah, but so moving on, I guess to the what's I guess considered the post-credit scene for this movie. It's literally just an Avengers like thirty-second trailer to. Yeah, it was so weird. It's like a little promo. Like it literally is just a promo. Like. This is the worst end credit scene if you can even classify it as an end credit scene. I'm gonna watch. It. I haven't seen this end credit scene. Yet. It's it's. <laughs> I was like, if you want to pull that up now, but it's just it's. It's honestly so corny. Like it's so funny because like it, the it actual, is. like, it, like it's, it's so like generic. Like if you think about like an action movies like trailer, it's like oh yeah, action skip skip like like jump cut jump cut jump cut jump cut. Like it's like cheese man. Like, in theaters, ne- in, like it's yeah. uh, May twenty twelve. Like. I, I haven't even keeping it paying attention. Is this the first movie where like in the credits it said Captain America will return in the Avengers or or like was it next? I don't even remember because I was just I just so happened to be yes. Like, that was, I think this was the first one where it said Captain America will return because I don't because so, Thor didn't say it and I know none Iron Man or Hulk said it. Yeah okay yeah and it was so funny too because I was on Disney Plus watching it and like I don't even think they even count that as a post credit scene because it immediately goes back to like the window where it's like telling you what to watch next. So I had yeah. to click back onto the player. And then skip to the end to, to, to the actual trailer and credit scene or whatever. Yeah, because they, so I don't think they even consider it. They don't consider it, but it's it's still there and it's attached to the movie, whether you watch it on the DVD, the Blu-ray, oh, the yeah. Disney Plus. This promo shit. Yeah, it's literally yeah. just a promo. Yeah, this is handsome. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so cringy. It's like Jesus. It's like like I can't believe they're making trailers like like that. If a trailer like that came out nowadays, it'd be ripped to shreds. Like it's just so like just corny. They were still crazy. trying shit around. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, for it's, sure. It's phase one MCU syndrome, and <laughs> thank God we got one more left, and then we're out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like phase two is just so like, – obviously, they get, they get weirder with some of the stuff they introduced, which is by no means a bad thing. But, like, it definitely is just, like, you can tell, like – I mean, just throughout these movies, I- I've seen it at least. Like, you can tell, like, the more and more they get, like, an actual plan, just the better the movies are, like, end up being. Like, like mm-hmm. you just get that feeling of, like, obviously, we've seen all these movies, but the ones that come after. It's, like, the movies that, like, really set up the other movies are just – they have that added value of rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it's like uh, the way I like to look at things is phase one is that the MCU finding its footing. Phase two is them experimenting and trying different formats and different uh, 
like things in general, like the Guardians. And then phase mm-hmm. three is just they have everything they've ever wanted. They're at the height popularity. Let's push it all out. Mm-hmm. That's kind of exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. So, hey, yeah. do you know uh, Off Dome who directed this? Um, I do not, but I do have my DVD right next to me, so I can check. Uh, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. I think this is the only Captain America. Well, obviously, it's the only Captain America movie he's done, but it's the only MCU movie he's done as well, which is surprising because it's it's relatively similar to the style that that the Russo brothers brought to both Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yeah, uh, he's he's kind of cute, Mister Joe Johnson. Is he? He he looks like a suit. Yeah, he's looking like a bald suit. Nah, he's got he's got a little bit of hair. At least in this IMDb picture, I'm looking at him. IMDb. Yeah, but but I think uh, unless anybody else has anything to add, I think that might do it for our breakdown and little review of. Uh, oh, actually, our scores. Almost forgot those. Oh shit! My... You, 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 you had us on edge, and you're about to just end it like that. Dang, yeah, yeah. I, I, I almost forgot. I almost the forgot. ball on the crew right now. None so... of that. Never ever that. So just a little reminder to everybody, Iron Man 1, back in the first episode, go watch that if you haven't already, um, is I have at an 8.5. Mm-hmm. A surprise to no one, I have Captain America at 8.6. I agree. Yes. Well, I, I think I just overall have my list just like a little bit lower, everything ranked. So it just kind of just moves like it's still like, I would say it's still like equal to that on your list, but like I just have them lower if that makes sense. Yeah, Where's the scaling so, different. Yeah, scaling. Thank you. The scaling. Yeah. So, for Captain America: First Avenger, I have it currently at an eight point two. I have it before spoiler for it's not we're not gonna be watching for a while anyways. I have it one below Ragnarok, and then I have Iron Man at eight point four. But it's rough because after watching this again, I really think I want to switch it out with Ragnarok, make it an eight point three, and lower Ragnarok to an eight point two. But that's that's the cool. thing with where you're watching it, it, and especially with the MCU list, they're very very fluctuating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the only reason I, I like keeping my current list now is because like that's like I have this I made this list when I watched them all in a row, so yeah. I, I'd like to think that like I have more of like that like less recency bias where it's like I've just seen them all. So like I because I, the Ragnarok is a very entertaining movie, but in terms of like actually like the seriousness of it, like this is definitely like a really really like just overall appealing like action packed. Still like the funny scenes, but overall like it was a very seriously toned movie, mm-hmm. and I enjoy, and I definitely enjoy that, especially with the newer Marvel stuff they're coming out with. Like it's refreshing to see like. Not every scene being ter- used as comedic relief. Like, they're so much more subtle with it like, in the earlier phases than they are now. Yeah. Like, they I, go, it, it also depends on the movie in general as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Shang-Chi is, is the one I'm really pointing at. Like, I feel like there's some scenes where, like, I feel like the, their usual, like, formula for it would be, like, having, like, a funny thing inserted and then just keep going with the seriousness or keep going, like, with the topic at hand. But I feel like in Shang-Chi, they kind of just, like, completely abandon what they're talking about. They also the had are trying to get a laugh. No, oh, come on. Yeah, they also had Aquafina, and Aquafina just gets me tight in general. Yeah, she's but really the, a comedic relief device. Like that's her entire existence is just being a device to make people laugh. The device. Jane, but, the device. I'm actually hitting the device right now. I wish I had a device soon. But that pretty much, I think, ends it all for uh, the movie itself. Now, that we, oh, if you boys would like. Uh, oh wait, no, Moise, you said you had it similar to mine, correct? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have rankings for everything, but I would it would definitely be in like the eight to like eight point five range, maybe like a seven point nine. It's definitely it's definitely up there for me. It's not my favorite captain. It's my least favorite Captain America, I would say. But it, I, that trilogy is so good. Like I, I don't think it's bad by any means. 
agreed. It's my least it's my least favorite one too. But like that's not like you said, like that doesn't mean that's that a bad movie by any for sure. Because the, the next two, especially Civil War, and I mean not Winter Soldier is pretty close with Civil with Civil War. Like those are some fantastic movies. Oh. Like just just about everything about it. Like the like there's not there's not many elements in those movies where like anything feels forced or anything just feels like oh like so damn good. Everything everything watch them. Soon, soon. We're almost there. Soon. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited for Winter Soldier. Because that's, that's a movie. But it's, like, it's such a great movie, but there's some MCU projects that, like I just don't watch that that often. Like, I'm never like, in a situation Rag- where I'd watch it. But it's Ragnarok. Still, like, Ant-Man. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Dark World. Yeah, I've seen Ragnarok a shit ton of times for some reason. Like, I don't know why. Like, maybe it's like on TV whenever I happen to be watching TV. Like, I don't know what it is. But like some movies I've seen like... So many more times. Like I'd be interested if like I like actually like wrote down a list like how many times I've seen each movie. Not that I'd be able to like I, pin it actually. down, but like, but like it should be interesting. Yeah, because like when I'm looking through my list right now, like, there's some movies that I just don't watch very. I mean, Captain Marvel. I've literally seen that movie twice. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm I'm kind of excited to rewatch Captain Marvel, just because I haven't watched it in a long time. It gives you like a new fresh perspective on it. It's like like the, you don't have like as many biases or like grudges against it because there's not like certain scenes that you always remember you don't like. So it's kind of just like a fresh take on it. Like it's almost exactly. like you're watching it. You're watching it almost for the first time. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, actually another one I'm excited for that I haven't watched just in a while is Homecoming. I watched Far From Home relatively recently, but Homecoming for some reason I just haven't watched in a little bit. That's a good ass movie. I was saying yeah, that's Homecoming the better of the. That's the better of the two, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my opinion too. But I know both those movies are so damn good though, and they're so close. And like when you do, the only problem with the decimal points is like. It kind of has me harping over like very like literally one or like point one points, but mm-hmm. it doesn't change the fact that like they're all eights. Like if it makes sense, like when I'm talking about like, Captain America, actually Civil Wars. Actually, no, I'm not gonna. I was, I'm gonna I was, speak, I was, I'm yeah, speak I was, on. I'm, I'm not giving spoilers, you guys anymore. Was, That's what I'm saying. You you guys like to hear my list, but you gotta wait. You gotta stay tuned. Jeez. Don't yeah soon. Was, Can't be giving away your content like that. That's what I'm That's saying. What I'm saying. It ain't we, free. We, we got a couple more things. I mean, it is free, but we got a couple more things <laughs> coming. Now we're sponsored, bro. I'm sponsored by Hyde. It's, oh, okay. It's you at the ad read deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. They, they sent me a message like, yo, I need you to plug the the new hide. I'm like, I say less. Plug the cold eyes. But I guess uh, now that we're done with the movie, I think we all know what time that is now. It's the drum roll, baby. It's the it's Welcome to the goodie room. The post credit scene. Oh. 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 Yeah, so I'll start it off this week with uh, some of the music I've been listening to. I really haven't like been listening to anything new. I've kind of just been. Hold on, let me get my Spotify. Up. I haven't listened to anything new per, t- per se, but I've definitely been bumping some stuff. So I, yeah, so I've been trying to get back into Mac Miller's discography because I've listened to it like in its entirety before, but like that was on my old playlist, and mm-hmm. for some reason I don't have any of those songs saved, so I have to re-listen to a lot of them again, and. Now I see why you like. I know Moist, you like him a lot too. Oh, and I know Chell likes him so much. Yeah, exactly. I know you guys got mad love for him, and I see why because some of his songs are just they're just vibes. Like like the best, the best, most simple way I can say it, they're just vibes. Like, what have you been listening to from him? Like, have you been, I, did you listen to Faces at all? Uh, no, not yet. Like, I've been trying to like because the thing is, like, I want to actually listen to them, so I can't just have it on his background music. So I got to be mm-hmm. like actually, it's like like engaged. Yeah, I gotta be engaged in it. But I, I was listening to uh, watching movies with the sound off. Oh, classic album! Yeah, I mm-hmm. love that album. Yeah, like, like Euphoria, gotta, like that's a dope. Oh, yeah, the that's Star Room. Mm-hmm. The Star Room, beautiful song. I gotta give Mac a good try because I like oh, I, have, I have a couple mad. of songs here and there, but I just, I've never actually sat down and listened to his entire 
He has like the thing about Mac is all of his albums are like different like vibes. You know, he's got something for everything. Okay. Like, he's got some like party stuff. He's got some like sad stuff. He's got some like happy like love stuff. He's got some like uh like slower stuff. He's got some groovy stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he's got some like bangers. You know, he's got everything. Gotcha. All right, I'll def- I definitely have to give him more of a try. I mean. You, you and Chet specifically have just never steered me wrong when it comes to putting me onto music. So, yeah, like that, sure. that Vince Staples song you sent me earlier was. So oh cool. yeah. yeah, I, I was, was just listening gym. to that. I was, I was like, at, yeah, I I was at the gym. I was at the gym when you sent it to me, so I queued it up next, and it, it got me right. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, I've been listening to that song in a minute. That was a song. I always got love for artists who like are so feature independent. Like especially like I've been noticing a Max albums. Like he could have two people on a song. He could be just him. Like it doesn't change how damn yeah. good it is. Like yeah. production, like gosh, everything about it. Is I, I like him when he's by himself because usually he produces it when he's by himself, like on a song. So you can really just like feel the Mac in there mm-hmm. when he's producing it. And does he produce a lot of his songs or is it kind of like a split? Um. He like he's he's def- he's in the production of a lot of his songs. He's produced mm-hmm. entire albums. Like I'm pretty sure Faces he produced himself. <laughs> um, Mac he's he's also literally just had albums where he's just made beats under like the Larry Fisherman name or something. But he he's very in, in the production of his music. You know, even mm-hmm. up until like his last album when he died, yeah. like, he was like ingrained in the production of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean it shows. Like like he like. There's something about like when you make the beat, like when you have such a big say in it, that just mm-hmm. it's just so much more buttery smooth, and oh, it just feels yeah. like it, it's so much more of a. Fit. It's organic, like it's mm-hmm. like it feels like the person like didn't just go like to a producer's like studio, get a beat, and just start rapping on it. Like it's like he had the idea exactly. of like what he wanted the song to sound like before he wrote the lyrics and before like mm-hmm. anything is all from him. That's, That's why obviously like rapper producers are just goaded in that sense if they could pull it off. Mm-hmm. All right, one hundred percent. It's no coincidence that some of the best, like just rappers, overall artists, are also in, uh, heavily involved in the production of those oh, songs. Yeah. You have to be, yeah, mm-hmm. or or know the right people to like that work well with you. Yeah, for to, sure. Like, get them involved. Yeah, because like you can have a, an amazing beat. Like if you just if it is not like like you said, if you're not like organic on, like it's just gonna come off like super like yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah it just comes just... off like for money, you know. Like some like mm-hmm. a lot of rappers, like like honestly, the like fucking certified lover boy just feels like that to me. Like it just feels like Drake yeah. just like bought some really expensive beats and features, and it was like I'm gonna go like drop an album and everyone's gonna love it. It's like no, right. that's that's honestly exactly what that, what that was. <laughs> it's like he did it. But... I mean, it's a different mindset where it's like someone like Kanye, where it's like he's not just doing it to make money. Like he doesn't care. He's like his nah. mentality is different. Like Kanye, like he doesn't just throw money at something and then think it's gonna be good based solely on the fact that it was expensive. Yeah, no, it's it was good because he like willed it to be good. Like he sat mm-hmm. there and like made it good, you know. But like, he put like, his heart into it. Like on some songs, oh, like you can really hear it. Where like, oh, like, yeah. like, like the, with the, even with, like the voice cracks, like and the imperfections in his voice. Like it's not just him talking about, oh yeah, I'm fucking bitches. Oh, I got a kid. Like oh, like blah blah blah. Like 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 so like baseless. Like I don't know. There's so like shallow topics to touch on. Like exactly. Just, like so way too more, like, sexy. Like, mm-hmm. no, you no, tell no, me no, that no. song can like compare to anything on Donda. Yeah. Absolutely like even, not. Even like Donda's like lowest points are better than that, you mm-hmm. know. Because there's so much more to be told. Like there's so much more substance to it. Like 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 uh, it it doesn't sound good. But like like there's everything between being like a party song. Like I'm not saying like every song you have to take at like such a serious like 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 sometimes you have to take it like a face value. And it's like yeah, it's catchy, sure. Like sure, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like people like it. People like probably because people like making TikToks of it. But people like it, sure thing. 
but like in terms of just like Don, like there's so much more like yeah, like effort, substance, like just overall like like human. Like I feel like there's so much more human element in mm-hmm. it compared to just like oh, it's like, all right, let's get this album together, let's scrap this together, let's throw this on there. Let's, oh, we need a feature here, let's put a feature there instead of just being like, all right, if I have no features on this album, that's fine. If I have, mm-hmm. every song is a feature, okay, whatever sounds good. Exactly, exactly. I agree. And then. Absolutely, I've been listening to Jesus a little more just because I was at a party yes. and someone was, yes. someone was someone was blasting uh, "Send It Up," so I was like, "Shit, this shit's kind of hard." Listen to "Hold My Liquor" real quick. That's, that's all... slowly that's that's slowly getting up there as one as my favorite song on that album. Yeah, I mean, because no matter what, no matter what Kanye album you listen to, like the production is always absolutely crazy. Like I, I like the sample and down too. I think that's a oh. damn good fucking. No, that's classic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's such a timeless, like. Just a timeless album, but I gotta listen to it a little more. Some of the beats are a little bit too experimental for me, like so they're kind of a little over the top. But I'll, I'll never like be overly mad. I just won't listen to it as much. But I, I also have my playlist set up through like um, recently added. So like I try to switch it around, but sometimes like I just don't feel like searching for a song. So like I'll kind of just like get like be just, just get stuck in like the circumstance of just always listening to like the same cer- songs off an album, just because that's the most though that's the one I added most recently. Uh, yeah. yeah, I get that syndrome too. Yeah, I so do I. Like sometimes I just gotta hit the damn shuffle button. I gotta keep my shit on shuffle. But it's just annoying because I have so many. So like I need just need to break up my playlist a little bit more, just so I can like just put it on shuffle and not have to skip a couple songs just to get to like mm-hmm. the actual shit I'm looking looking to hear. Yeah, no, I agree. It's That's... it's hard though because sometimes like I'll sometimes with me I was like I'll put it on shuffle, I skip it, but then I'll get something I haven't listened to in a minute. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna listen to this now. Yeah, yeah. I'm like scared to take stuff off because I'm like, oh, maybe at some point I'm gonna be like, damn, yeah. I, I missed this. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's also just like what happens to me a lot too is like I'll, I'll like when I'll first listen to a song, I'll add like, damn, this is good, and then I'll kind of just forget about it. And then like when I want a song, like I know the lyrics too, I know how to like bust it down to it. Like I'll just skip that in favor of a song I already know. So it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a negative feedback with the positive, whatever the hell it is. Where I just keep doing that, even though yeah. like, I had I added this song to the playlist for a reason. Like I enjoyed it. But then I'm always like, oh no, like I want to listen to something I actually like can can break it down to, you know what I'm saying? Get get a yeah. with it. Of course. I'm gonna put you boys on. The only real new thing I'm so there, there's a couple of things that came out this week, uh new. Um Always Love You by Elton John, Young Thug, and Nicki Minaj. That joint's kinda tough. I'm not gonna lie. Is that on punk? Nope, that that just came out on Elton John's new album. Oh damn. Uh it's it's actually pretty tough. I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. Um, and then The Weeknd released a new song, uh, Moth to a Flame, with Swedish Mafia House, also co-produced by uh, Mike Dean. And it is fire. I meant Mike the Dean. Weeknd. Like, the, There's no way there's only one Mike Dean. Like, There's no way he's making all this shit. Like, I mean, it's crazy. He's just the goat. Yeah, he's, like, he's slaving he his ass to make sure we... Oh, he's, been, he's been making music since like the fucking 70s, man. He was this he was man. working with with fucking who was he working with? He was working with like some old head like rock bands and shit like in the seventies. He just That's knows what's crazy. up. He's That's been in the guy. industry for so long. Mm-hmm. And then you normally you think that like he kind of be, be like stuck to his ways and stuff like that, but he is not afraid to nah. fucking switch it up, which is yeah. so amazing. And nothing but love for that shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing but love for Mike Dean. No Mike. Oh Dean yeah, oh yeah. No, 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 never Mike. Absolutely Dean not. Never Mike Dean slander. I'm sorry, Mike Dean. I'm sorry you have to suffer for us to be happy, but sometimes that's just how it has to be. Because you'd be making I feel, like he, I feel like he just enjoys it at this point. Yeah. 
Oh no, I mean one hundred percent. Like this, like, he's definitely if he's been in the game for that fucking long. I'm sure he's not pressed for cash. Like he definitely does. No, if he wants he's to. poor. Yeah, he's yeah, absolutely he's, poor. Yeah, he's, he's, he's poor. poor. <laughs> he probably got like two of those fucking iMac Pro XDR display joints. He's just fucking. He's got like, like twenty of them joints. Oh, he, he, sure. I think he bought. I think he bought eight of them. His home studio, like when he be when he be going live in his home studio, he's just smoking blunts, fucking playing synths and shit. He has like fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of musical equipment just chilling in his house. Oh yeah, it's hard. That man probably has a ridiculous security too. No, oh yeah, I mean, well, he lives in definitely fucking gated ass community with where all the rappers and shit live. Mm-hmm. Spider's always on the phone, fucking Kanye or something like that. I still love that. When he was doing his um Oh he's yelling at him. Yeah, exactly. Like, when he's literally on the phone with him while the music's playing, he's like, nah, 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 nah. Cut that shit. Yachty sounds like ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's that literally was basically what it was. was. Like, Yachty sounds like shit. What the fuck? Yeah, like Yachty sounds like absolute pukaka. He's like clean that up. Thank God they fixed that. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of what else happened. I feel like that's mostly because I've I've just been listening to like the usual stuff. I like yeah. Don, Punk. Punk. Yeah. But other than that, still like, on, uh, still sleep, um, still, oh, still sleep. sleep deluxe. Yeah, oh, still shit. sleep deluxe. Mm-hmm. Still Best sleep deluxe. Love them all. I like all the songs on the deluxe, except nah, I don't like the the Spanish and the Jamaican remix. The Jamaican remix okay. is alright. The Spanish remix gets me tight every time I hear it. The Minosabe mm-hmm. remix, I think, is pretty tough too. Yeah, I was talking with someone last I night. Think, I think it's, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I was chatting with someone last night. About like albums of the year, and then yeah, we were chatting about still sleep, and that's just still we sleep. Tough. Yeah, it's od tough. But I was talking with someone, and he was like, "Nah, he, voice of the heroes up there." I'm like, "Chill, yeah, bro, chill. chill. Yeah. It's like chill with that, bro. Like maybe in a year where we haven't been absolutely getting blessed with some. Yeah, that's what we, we we've had some of the best albums of of fucking artists of recent years. memory. That's what I'm saying. I feel like bro. I feel like a lot of artists didn't drop this year because there's already been so much good shit to come out. You know. Yeah, like Joey's yeah. been the, sitting hope, on an album for like the past year. He's just saying, Utopia. Utopia. I need that off him. I need that off Joseph. I need now I'm off Joseph and I need Joe the host cheeks off Joseph. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. OD. Joey, like, Joey hasn't dropped in so long. He gave me tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate when that, when there's always on features, getting you, getting you yeah. blue balled up. It's like, nah, I need, I need your own work, bro. I need you on something. I need, yeah, I, I need an album off you. Mm-hmm. I need something that's going to get me right. Something's going to get me right for Halloween type shit. Is Kendrick still uh, dropping this year, allegedly? I, or? I don't think so. I think he got pushed to 2022. That's calm. Yeah, figured. Yeah. Well, he I mean, heard, got, heard Ye drop, and he was like, damn. He's like, yeah. Because, I mean, like, Travis, I mean, Travis is still fucking dropping whenever the fuck he's dropping. Hopefully soon. I mean, we're getting fucking close to November, man. Like, does, like when does this tour start? Like, this shit's going to be fucking a tour for an album that's not released. Just fucking sickening. That's what Don Tolliver did. Don Tolliver's album came out like two weeks after he started his tour. That's vile. Yeah. That's Imagine going to the fucking beginning of the tour and he, he didn't drop the album yet. Like he's just playing like little snippets and it's like, damn. But I mean, I guess he had, a, I think he had what, like one or two singles on the album. So I guess he might have been playing those, but I definitely would love, I would like to see Utopia drop before the tour because I mean, I don't really see what you have to gain by. As I'm saying, keeping the boys fucking on their toes. Absolutely nothing. But I think, Moise, did you have any other uh, uh, music that you want to plug? Um, always. Uh, hold on. I, some, I, I could plug a song real quick that I've been sucking. 
Uh, oh, I, I, so we've been watching Hell's Kitchen a lot, so I found a Gordon Ramsay song. So uh, it's called Gordon Ramsay. It's pretty shit. There's a Gordon <laughs> Ramsay line in it. It's just, it's, it's a little tough. I feel like if you just sampled like some of the shit he says on Kitchen Nightmares into a song, I think it actually would be pretty hard. Yeah. I, I got to plug closed on Sunday since it is Sunday. And I always play yes. that shit. I always Close play that on. shit when I Every wake Sunday. up. Every Sunday. Every yeah. Sunday. Whenever I wake up, I always be blasting that shit. Like whenever I crawl out of bed, like today I got up, I got up at like twelve. Like I'm a, I was a bum today, but it's alright because it was a long night. Jesus. It was a long night of hideous acts. Yeah, it literally was the long night. The it long was the night. fucking long winter. She was nasty. <laughs> a seven year winter. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, the, the longest winter in, in memory in years. He was a spring baby. He doesn't know the long night, the winter. <laughs> so he didn't know the long night of drinking fucking like sixteen drinks. Vile. Oh. God, but uh, if we want to tr- transition over now to the uh, another se- segment we got, uh, we introduced it last week. It's basically just like a um, well, I mean, we call it right now. We're calling it this or that. So basically, just like one thing or another, and you just have to pick. So uh, sure. I'll I'll start it off. Uh, this one I just had left over from last week. I just didn't even get to say it. But uh, football or basketball? I was thinking Watching about that one today. Um. We'll do both. One for one for Iowa. So I guess like watching okay. it, what would you rather do? And then playing it. I'm going to say both football. I agree, oh. actually. So, yeah. So I feel like basketball is like, since there's like so much more like scoring going on, there's like a lot more like, like just like you just go on runs. Mm-hmm. Where, like it's a little bit more structured in football. So like you can't just have like a team just running it up, like just literally going back to back to back to back. And while well, oh. it still happens, it's just not as like, I think. It's more impressive though if that happens. Yeah, no, no, exactly, because there's less of it. No, yeah, certainly. But, yeah, I think I'm going to say football for both. Because basketball is fun to watch sometimes, like, especially, like, when there's, like, a game seven. Like, I feel like there's – Oh, yeah, there's there's some great moments in basketball. Oh, yeah, they're they're both ridiculously entertaining to watch. But football for me is more, I don't know, engaging. I'm also just fucking shit at basketball. Mm Mm-hmm. So my one, yeah, the one grip I have a basketball though is like I feel like I can't watch an entire basketball game, but I can watch an entire football game a lot easier. Because like yeah. basketball, because like I feel like the first like quarter or two in basketball is just like so inconsequential. It's just like like you can literally go on like a thirty point run, and like all of a sudden that shit will get eaten away in like mm-hmm. a quarter, like not even like six minutes. Yeah, but you have to be nice to do that, you know. It's no, 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 for sure. Like be, be getting blown out by thirty on the mm-hmm. regular. I also think that basketball players are a little like immature and they're kind yeah, of ridiculous. So yeah, exactly. But it's also just like their face is just always being shown. Like, this is a lot like when you don't have like that kind of equipment on, like, you kind of are a lot more marketable. Like, there's too many pretty boys in basketball, though. <laughs> Kelly Oubre. Yes. <laughs> Sexy Kelly. The kid. <laughs> Fucking Mellow's ass. Even though <laughs> yeah, no, that big. outfit was ridiculous. Oh. Did you peep that? Oh, yeah, the green one. Yeah, it's oh, ridiculous. It's like, like, I think that my biggest problem with the fashionality is like it's not even about if it looks good, if it's, it just has to look expensive or just look ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, yeah, exactly. Look ridiculous and also look expensive, like him beside like his Urus or whatever the fuck he was driving. Like that shit looked, he looked like a fucking, I don't even know, like an alien coming down. Yeah, just walking us. away from the fucking mics just looks so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, th- th- there's definitely a lot more put into like their uh, pregame, like their outfits. Like they'd be sucking, especially LeBron pulling up in his man purse all the time. That yeah. shit's so fun. LeBron's so handsome when he'd be pulling to the game. He'd be just like yeah. trying to look like he definitely this. spends like three hours a day fucking coming up with his oh, fits. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, oh no, get rid of this one. Nah, hey, add the short, the, the suit shorts or whatever the fuck yeah. he was wearing in that one video. But uh, I digress. Uh, Birds in the trap or days before rodeo? Days. Days. Yeah. 
I think Ruthless I'm gonna say Trap like hits, but yeah, no, yeah. Because like obviously Days is like so much more raw, Travis. But I think Birds is just such a great collection of music. Like there's just different vibes in all the songs. Like I have some of my favorite Travis songs on that album. Like way back, way back is just a fucking classic. And so, I love Sweet so Sweet off that album. Sweet Sweet mm-hmm. so nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some fucking love to uh, Loose right now because that that song is tough. Mm-hmm. Guidance, all of them are so fucking tough. So I'm I'm gonna say Birds, but I think it's in terms of just like raw Travis, I think I'd give it to Days, but. Just so I have to pick one of them, I do birds. Because birds is fucking fire. Not saying days is good, but goddamn birds. That's also, I feel like that's like when I really started getting in the Travis. was like that 2016, 2017 era. So like mm-hmm. just having that joint come out, like that's oh, that shit's dummy timeless. Um let me get let me give you one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let me get yeah. you with uh Astro World or Astro World or All American Badass. Fuck. I'm gonna say so, Astro World. Mm-hmm. For me, like you, you I know, agree. I got you, you know, I got mad love for all American badass. But yeah, I think Astro World. Like, like, I think there's more of a story to be told on all American badass. Like, I think like there's, there's it's more conceptual. More to, mm-hmm, exactly. Like Astro World is just like I've gotten up that I've gotten up to the Astro World too many times to say any different. Like, like stargazing is just just oh, one of the greatest cool. sounding songs I've ever heard. Like that shit is fucking cool. beautiful. Like, like that beat switch is just, oh, it's fucking timeless. And Astral World is just goaded. Yeah, no, it's stupid goaded. But like the, like the amount of production, it's a lo- the level of sophistication he put on that album. Stop, st- stop trying to be God. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, so, so amazing. Tough. But, uh, I'll hit you with a uh, Pop Smoke or Sleepy Hollow. That's tough, but I I gotta get it to sleepy. I I suck him too much. He he's uh, there's there's a time where I suck and pops like really suck and pops. Oh, no. I, I've surpassed oh, that no. by sucking of sleepy hollow. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say pop smoke for now just because I've sucked his music for longer and I still continue to. But sleepy hollow is definitely coming up there, and especially as he continues to release more music because he's not you know dead. <laughs> How's he got on? He I think that'll help. Yeah, and he has not missed. He has not missed. Yeah, like, like I think it's in terms of like right now at this moment, I will, I'll agree with you. I'll say Pop Smoke, but obviously, like since there's a lot more of a ceiling with Sleepy Hollow, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. The rest in peace, Pop Smoke. But I'm just gonna say Pop Smoke just at the moment, just because I have been listening to more of his discography, just for longer, just the longevity of it. Like, because Sleepy is really good, but I, I try to avoid recency bias. But if Sleepy keeps coming out with albums like he's been putting out, shit, he'll he'll probably overtake him. In no time, because he's got like lyrically, he's he's one of my favorite right now. Lyrically, Sleepy Hollow, like he's just he's he's just chatting. Like that's the best way to describe. It. Like Pop Smoke chats, and Sleepy Hollow chats. Like they both be chatting. Yeah. It's a New York up, chat. Up. I I appreciate New York drill. I'm in love. Uh, All right, I I, ha- I have one. Yeah. Of so if you had to watch this, this is a little more to it. Have you if you had to watch a movie? And you, you had to choose between these two. You have X-Men Origins, The Wolverine, or Dark Phoenix. X-Men oh, Origins, Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That movie is so bad. Which one? Or both? X-Men or Origins, you? The Wolverine. So, all right. So, backstory about why I hate that movie so much. Um, the copy that I owned as a kid was a bootleg. And that was the only one I've watched of it. And it's completely un like it's an unfinished version of the movie like the cgi is not finished no, and i still have to yourself i didn't my mother bought it when i was like fucking six 
Oh yeah, so that's that's why I got so much hate for it because like this. Yeah, like... no, no, I still have it. I actually have it with me that we could watch it uh, when it's when we all are together. It's uh pretty hideous. I don't think I want to do that to myself because like that movie's by no means amazing or great or anything. But I, I don't, I'm not mad at it. Like I I think some of the I think the intro scene is definitely. What about I mean, Deadpool? Like, like they butchered Deadpool. Yeah, they butchered him for sure. But I think that intro scene was pretty fucking cool. Where, oh, like, he's like, got the long ass fucking. Yeah, like where cool. swords are part of his fucking yeah. hands or whatever. No, not yeah. Oh. Hands. Yeah, in terms of like <laughs> character betrayal, I think it was a complete assassination for sure. But I'm also I, I just love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Like I feel like there's not many That's times true. when he's on screen that I'm not like. I don't think it's funny. Yeah, when he like he's saying like uh, when he's talking to Striker. I don't know why I remember this scene where he's like, oh, he's like I'm Canadian or something like that. Uh, that, uh, that but it's, it's definitely a more comic movie. Like I like it. <laughs> But it, it was slow as fuck. Like the pacing on that movie is kind of all over the fucking place. Ugh. I got you with another one. All Donda right. or My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Or however the Donda, 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 <laughs> Donda. <laughs> oh, uh, that's I, a hard one. That's a hard yeah, one. I'm gonna say Dark Fantasy, but just because that that I'm fucking ridiculous. Probably one of my favorite albums of all time. I th- I think th- I think Donda. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so here's another one for you that me and uh, me and one Mumbarilla have been chatting about. Mm-hmm. Um, Donda or Yeezus? Um, I think I'm gonna give it to Donda on that one. Donda. Donda. I'm giving it to Yeezus. I think as of right now, it's getting it's. I don't know because Donda's getting up there. Yeah. No, Donda's stupid tough, and Yeezus like. I think Yeezus is out of all of his albums. That's the one I give the least love to in terms of like listening to the music. So I, I will I will state my bias there, where I've definitely listened to Donda more already than I have of Yeezus. But I, like, the, the, I think you should give Yeezus <laughs> another listen to. Not to say there's not like some songs I like. Obviously, New Slaves is fucking Pete Kanye. Like that shit is so so good. But like overall, as like as like two albums, I've listened to Donda more. Not saying I listen to like a couple songs on there. Someone's yeah. coughing up a lung real quick. Yeah, so there's a box started in my room. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> While the, the podcast. The stained cast box. We're smoking an L right now. Now they're all smoking me. Yeah, I'll smoke with Oh, What's yeah. going on, Spence Lee? The surprise guest. What's going on, Lee? Um, <laughs> Morse, did you like pay, play Pokemon like a lot? Yeah. So, you know like the regions? like Or at least like the first couple regions? I played, so I played, I can tell you all the ones I played. Um, I played yellow when I was very little because my brother had it. I played mm. uh, diamond pearl. What was the ones okay. before diamond and pearl? It uh, was uh, heart gold and soul silver. No, it was emerald. Yeah, so I played diamond and pearl was my first one, my first uh, game. Then I played heart gold and soul silver. Then I played platinum. Then okay. I played. Uh, what was the one that came after that? Black and white. Yeah, all right. So I played black and white, but that's where I stopped like playing. Like I, I never finished black and white, and then okay. I played the most recent ones that came out on the Switch. Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. Yeah. Okay. So I was just gonna say Helen, which is um like Swampert, uh, Blaziken, and um, uh, Septile. Septile, thank you. Which is Gen three, right? Yes, yeah, Gen three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or Senna, which is uh, Diamond Pearl, Platinum. Those, those remakes are coming out soon, right? Mm-hmm. Next month on Chet Day. Oh, <laughs> on fucking Chet I'm Day! Damn, I'm, about, 
That's what I'm certainly going to be touching down for that joint. We could be playing that shit on the switch too. Oh, that's going to be so tough. <laughs> yeah, but Hoenner. So basically, Hoenner Sinno. Hoenner Sinno. Sinno. Yeah, I got Hoen. Just because that's probably my favorite uh, starters. I don't. So wait, I'm debating so, between the two. Wait, what are the starters for Hoen again? I'm sorry. Septile, Blaziken, and Swampert. Uh, I feel like if you look at my picture, I'm more popular. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know, I know now. Yeah, because I went Blaziken. Because so, so for me, Blaziken's a fucking scumbag. Bla- so He's for me, Sw- Swampert's my favorite starter, but I do enjoy the story of Sinnoh more. So I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to give it to Sinnoh. Hmm. I also just, I also just think that the remakes of the Hoenn games were absolutely fucking beautiful. They're Ooh, magnificent. Yep. Yeah, so I'll give it to I gotta play those soon again. Yeah. I just think the Delta episodes alone are fucking tough as nails. Or Rainbow Rocket in uh, Ultra Sun and Moon is OD tough. Mm-hmm. That that uh, after game episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix or HBO Max? HBO uh, Max. HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna put I... Disney Plus, but there's a clear bias of one of the parties here. Netflix washed. <laughs> I think I'm Netflix waiting to hear like... back from HBO Max about a job. Really? really? Yeah, I apply for a job there. That's dope. We'll hey, see. that'd be cool. What like what would you be doing? Uh just software development. Mm. Just yeah, like yeah. Cool. But Not I mean cool. like, yeah, I'm probably gonna get a job there. <laughs> it's no. one of like hundreds of applications. Yeah. I hear uh Hags uh got it in deep with Disney Plus. What's going oh, on with yeah, that? Yeah, really? what's, what's going, going on, bro? What is going on? I don't know what you're talking about. What what should I put on Disney Plus currently? Um Dark World. Never. But yeah, I'm going to give it to you at HBO Max. But I will say, I think Netflix, like, when they do have good shows, they're really good. But like, mm-hmm. they just have, they have a lot of misses. But some of the original series are pretty damn good, though. For, yeah. Um, um, the, what was, well, I mean, was that Boy Island HBO Max? Originally? Yes. Oh, yes. God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm OD disgruntled with that series. Why? Because of the ending. It she makes got no me sense. Tech. Yeah. yeah. A fuckboy island. Yeah. yeah. I fuck boy, is that is that like a valid show to watch? I've never. I mean, it, it, you you got to watch it cooked. Yeah. Oh, so is, it like, is it like watching Jersey Shore? Yeah, kind of. It's like you ever watch Big Brother? Yeah. Uh, it, it's that kind of joint. Except like, I think there should have been more women because there's only like three women and like twenty something guys. So it's 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 more of a girl show for, mm. for sure. Because, like, obviously, like, guys just get hyped because it's a bunch of fucking testosterone-filled meatheads pulling up on these girls and just being absolutely, like, One of them looks like Big Sean. No, no. OD. OD. He looked at Big Sean. He got violated, too. Like, I wanted him to fucking win. Like, oh, that man was, OD. OD. He looked like, like – he, he, it was hideous how much he looked like Big Sean. Yeah, he literally was Big Sean. Like, OG Jared was an absolute fucking nuthead. Like, that man was actually the most smooth-brained person i ever seen. The guy who actually got with her. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure like – just like any of all those, all those shows, like they probably didn't last very long because that's just like not a very good way to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. But I just I, like the ending of it. I, just in case you ever do watch it, Moist, I won't say anything. <laughs> no, nah, you could spoil it for me. I don't play. Say less. Say less. Yeah. So it's just hideous. So like, I think my biggest problem with the show is like there was just no stakes because they kept changing up the rules every goddamn week. Yeah, the was, fact like, that oh, Casey was able to walk back was hideous. Yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> like, some guy got <laughs> evicted. Some guy got fucking kicked out. Like, he got, like, voted off or whatever. And there, there was, like, a certain place that they went to, like, whatever. I forgot what it was called. Like, a place they stayed in after they got eliminated. And he just left and pulled back up to the show. Like, obviously, it's scripted. But, like, he pulled up to the show. 
And there was like, yeah, yeah, it's all good. No one said anything after that. Like he just got kicked out and he immediately pulled back up. It was so out of pocket. It was cock out of pocket, to be honest. And then the finale. It, it was ridiculous. And then the finale, the whole point of it is, is like, if it's like basically it's like, and the super thing is like, it's like self-titles. Like if you said you were an F-boy, basically what happened is you could either split it with the girl if you win. You could either split it with a girl, keep it all for yourself. And one of the guys was like, he's an absolute Omega Chad, so I was not surprised by this. But uh, he was like, nah, I'm going to keep the money for myself. And the girl was all upset. And I, it was so funny. Like, it would have been so funny if it just stayed at that. Because the girl herself was just, like, so – like, she was good-looking, but, like, she was just such a hollow, shallow person. It's like, it was funny oh, as hell dude. watching her be dummy <laughs> disgruntled. Like, she was so tight because he's like, nah, I'm taking it for myself. And the host just like – so, so it's like, oh, yeah, I don't think F-Boys should win. So instead of you getting the money, we're donating it to the girl's charity of choice. I'm like, what? I'm like, that ain't it. Like, this man competed no. on this fucking show. Isn't that the whole like, premise of the show? Yeah, it, it was yeah. It was so stupid. It's like, I don't even understand. Like, apparently they're making another season. But, like, who would participate in that? Like, why the fuck would you ever want to take part in something that they just switch up the rules? Like, basically, like, there's no incentive to being an F-Boy then because you literally just got fucked over. You probably get paid OD. I don't think they get paid though. I feel like I feel like just by them dormant, like giving them a place to stay and giving them food and shit, I feel like it's just equal. Like, it's also, kind of just even. also, another thing that bothered me is so the beginning of the show, the point was the girls didn't know who was a fuckboy and who who was a nice guy. So that the the their point was to find the nice guy. But halfway through they're like, nah, we're gonna reveal everybody for who they are. Yeah, no, it was it basically just like it started off with, like, a decent premise. Like, like I said, like, you got to watch it cooked. Like, I'm not saying you got to watch that shit for, like, actual development of any sort of, like, any sort of plot. But, like, it was still funny because, like, it's obviously just funny when you're in the form of just a bunch of fucking guys and, and like, three girls. So, it's an absolute fucking frat house. But when they keep changing it up like that, it's just like, all right, this is stupid. And now they're making another season, apparently. And I don't, don't even know what the hell it could even be about. Yeah, it's but, I, uh, but I do fuck with Casey just because that video we deep fried. Because one of the that deep fried moist, I don't know if you've seen it. No, I've of, seen that. Like, that cameo, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. pretty weak. Yeah, no, that's one of the guys. That's the guy who I'm pulled sick, back I up to the show. I'm yeah, so sick. I missed it by a second. I heard it was a fucking movie. <laughs> like, the deep fried makes it 20 times worse. Like, I was trying to show the guys up here. And obviously, I saw it before it was deep fried. So, like, who the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, it's Casey. He's like, that looks nothing like him. I'm like, yeah, because he's fucking fried doll hell. <laughs> he, he went to the toaster a couple times. Yeah, but don't watch that show. It's yeah. gonna make you disgruntled. Let's just get like, because it was so funny until they did that shit, and I was like, all right, this isn't even cool anymore. Like, yeah, it was like, ridiculous. But that's really all I have for uh, this or that. I have like one more thing, but like, I think it's common. I don't know if you guys have any more before we uh, maybe move on to like uh, fantasy or something like that. No, I don't have it much else. Uh... How are y'all doing in your fantasy matchups? Oh, we eating, um, baby. Yeah, so I'm, we're, we're against each other right now, and I'm not winning. No, that's kind of tough. I'm getting, getting deep-throated by fucking Ryan right now. That's really? Tough. Yeah, absolutely deep-throated. He's cooking me. And I cook myself. Sammy D ain't being, getting me horny recently. No, that's, that's big-time facts. No, like, I, I played because I had Russ. Russ was down in my other league, so I was like, fuck, I need a replacement. And Sammy D's a bad boy. Well, I mean – Used to be a bad boy. Man gave me three points this week. Oh my god! Like, and then Allen Robinson. Like, this is my other league. Like, this is like, this is like not a. It's not a money league. It's like another family league. I mean, it's like I'm not like super invested into it. Like, if I come in like, I'm like three and three right now, so I'm calm. But I have my team is fucking dead. Like, I have Barkley is dead. Russell Wilson is uh, dead. 
Jeremy Jerry, J- Judy is dead. Like, they're all fucking dead. So my team is a skeleton crew right now. I do have Derrick Henry, though, who's a very bad boy. But the one league, the one league that – I mean, the two leagues I'm doing good in is this league, obviously, our league, the money league. I'm about to, I'm about to, take, I'm about to take Crocs lunch money real quick and go to six and one. I'm so the tight. The double tight end meta. That's it. I, I, low key, I thought I was about to get spanked <laughs> by the double tight end meta. I was, I was on the edge of my seat. The double was, tight end meta was busting for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was fucking just – I was playing on my iPad. I was watching YouTube, and all of a sudden I see fucking someone chatting in the, in the chat talking about the double tight end, and I was like, no, 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 no. Never ever that. I'll lose to literally anything else but the double tight end meta. Double tight end meta dummy out of pocket. <laughs> it could be so out of pocket. I think I might run it though this year at some point. Yeah, I mean, it was it's mandatory. sneaky, bro. It's a it sneaky ace guard. Sneaky. No, no, no. But, but look, if, t- if Tyler Lockett dies and somehow Jason Meyer gets like 20 something points, I'm chilling. But don't be disrespecting Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> That was my pickup of the week, bro. I've been dumb guys on my that pickup. pickup. I was weak at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know because I was looking at tight end. I'm like, fuck it. Like these guys are all gonna give me a, a ceiling of like he's like they're gonna give me a ceiling of like five to ten points. So I might as well pick up the guy with the fucking name Mo Ali Cox. Like what the fuck, dude? The way <laughs> the waiver wire is ridiculous. No, it's disgusting. Like, it's I get, so nasty. I have like a fucking panic attack when I actually have to pick up a guy because I'm looking. I'm like, like I know football decent. Like I know a lot of these players. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Like, these guys are fucking third stringers. These guys are, like, practice squads <laughs> if the team is healthy, basically, in some of these situations. Like, these guys are fucking nobodies. Like, the fact that, like, I, I decided to settle for, like, running backs that are giving me, like, five, six points a week that are so touchdown dependent. Like, basically, if they vulture a touchdown, they're, like, going to give me, like, what I expect them to do, which is hideous. Especially running backs. Like, I have never seen the running back position so fucking stripped clean. Running like, backs are everything- so tough this year. Mm-hmm. It's so it, nasty. It, it was. It, it was. It's worse than last year, honestly. Mm-hmm. Whoever was, I, I forgot. I think it was Mumbarella or someone saying like, "We're really reaching." When I picked up Dernis, my boy Dernis Johnson, he can suck on it now. My Mumbarella can suck it. Twenty-four point eight points, baby. Heck you, Mum. No slam on Wesley Farm. Wesley Farm don't miss. Come on now. Wesley Farms. You know what I'm saying? Wesley Farm got the fucking biggest cock in the business. But, Wesley uh, Farm's sitting pretty right now. Wesley Farm's fla- fraudulent. Yeah. I, after you getting your fucking your doors kicked in real quick, and then my other league, which is now which is like my uh, mom's side uh, family league, like with uh, my cousins from Canada, I'm just I'm just cooling at fucking seven and zero after this week. <laughs> my, Jesus, my team is umbrellas so, in. Yeah, that's the Mamba team. He, the he's Mamba got the team. Mamba team. Yeah, I got Kyler Murray, Hopkins, uh, uh, James Robinson. I got some bad boys in that league. Christian McCaffrey. I got dummy uh, bad boys in that Christian league. Christian McCaffrey get me tight right now. Oh my god! Don't even get me started on that man. He's the man who shall not be named. I'm retracting CMC. my uh, my naming of him because he he doesn't deserve to be uh, referenced right now. He's getting me tight. He's just retired playing football. He's like, eh, next season. I'm like, nah, I need you now. Gronk's being a huge fucking baby right now, too. So I got to tell these football players that they're healthy and concerning to me. They got to get me points. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is the money league. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like, all right, I, I understand these are long-term injuries you're dealing with here, but I'm in a money league. Like, <laughs> I, I put the house as collateral for this fucking league, bro. Like, if I lose, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I that's, no that's, what, that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be in like ten years. We're that's gonna be putting the houses up for put for the, the Urus on that shit. Whenever, uh, whenever sports betting is legal, someone's gotta pop out and be like, "Yo, let me get the fucking let me copy your Urus." Now, Smoke's gotta put his Camaro for it, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I need that album. 
That'd be so wild. <laughs> That'd be OD. I mean, we'd, have to ma- we'd have to match though, so we're getting fucking fleeced. So. <laughs> I'll put uh, the dart up. I'll put the. I mean, the nitro. <laughs> I'll put the nitro. Right, you know, you need you need a little bit more than that. You need the nitro like with a bong in it or something. Nah, <laughs> the nah, nitro nah, with nah. the shit tag. That's not yeah. No nitro with the shit tag. Now that now we're talking. Now it's a deal. <laughs> no, no, but no, I, no, no. I'm immediately putting that bitch on cinder blocks though. I got a big plan for it. <laughs> like, I'm winning. Like, you're gonna pull into my drive. I'm, all right, let's get this going. I get the cinder blocks out. I'll take the wheels. I'm about to take the fucking engine out of it too. You take all the scrapper. seats out. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn that thing into a bare bones fucking like basically just a box. The way God intended. The way God intended it to be. <laughs> Boxes become common to Nitro. I mean, the box is Mando sometimes. Mm-hmm. No cap. Box soon. Box soon. That's the one league where my team is just dummy off. Like, the Drip Titan don't miss. Drip Titan. Yeah, the drip. I'm fighting. I'm going against Poo Shiesty. I don't know who the fuck even Poo Shiesty is in my league. It's probably AJ. Poo Poo Shiesty is about to serve life real quick, so I'm not concerned. He's copping a play. Pushes, yeah, Pushes, he's copping a play. Apparently, he's copping a play, yeah. So, really? I mean, because oh, I think damn. he was like literally facing like life. So, I mean, you got to do something. I mean, you yeah, got to cop the plea at that point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not an advocate of copping the plea, but if you got to cop the plea, you got to do what you got to yeah, do. Something. Sometimes you have to cop the plea. <laughs> sometimes the plea is man, though. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, good. OD. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to be smoking on that Gronk pack after this. But that's pretty much all I have for fantasy. So I don't know if you want to wrap it up. If you got as uh, you guys want to be chatting, uh, I don't got much else for uh, for this week. I will say though, I I, I, I just said it, but I got to put it on. Uh, I got to put it on notice. That Gronk pack, woo! Yeah, Gronk yeah, pack yeah. about to be singing. Sure, sure, sure. I might have to make a little video. Chat makes the videos better than anyone though, so I can't even of try fucking. I can't even no. try to fucking compete with that because that, that shit's always classic. Chip makes the best videos. It's always a banger. That's what I'm saying. I'm always looking forward to that joint. Is he winning this week? Oh, no. He's, he's getting his pack smoked. No, he, yeah, he's, he's getting shite on. Damn, 100 point week. That's calm. Because oh, Mahomes is a fucking pumpkin. That's why he's got Mahomes. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him this week. He just shite the bed. No, he's, he's also retired. He got, the, he got the baseball money. He's like, all right, I'm out. Is it peace out, fam? Yeah, he said he's riding the hot hand. He's dipping the fuck out. Fuck, I think my I think my device is on its way out, bro. That ain't it. No, nah, never that. The device. I literally lost it at someone's house, and then they texted me, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I found your device." I was like, oh, "Let's swing go." That. That's what I'm saying. Swing Let's... that joint. I said, like, well, "I need all of you." I think on that note, we're. Uh... We're going to probably end things here. Hour 35 come. Absolutely. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in for this week. Next mm-hmm. week, we have the Avengers and the end of phase one. Yes, sir. Got a lot of cool stuff planned. Yeah, so uh, come excited. We may or may not have a, a guest or two next week. We shall see when the time comes. Yes, sir. But uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Moisture, for coming on. And of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. Enjoy the box. Oh no, it was stinging. It was stinging. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great uh have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your morning. You know the drill. And uh peace out, fam.